Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on how you can enhance your spoken English. My name is Pat. I'm from Toronto, Canada. And, uh, well, I work hard making sure that people from all over the world can feel a little more confident in their ability to communicate themselves. For example, there's a tasty treat that we call chocolate. Chocolate. Interesting that there's a letter I'm not saying when I say this word. It is indeed spelled C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T-E. So you would think it should be chocolate, right? Well, I wouldn't say that. I'd say more like chocolate. So even though this is spelled as a three-syllable word, most English speakers actually pronounce it as a two-syllable word. Chocolate. Chocolate. So I'm here to tell you that you want to do this too. We do not say chocolate, as I mentioned, but rather chocolate. Chocolate. I'd like some chocolate. Let's go for hot chocolate. Chocolate. Now there's a funny word I was saying in there. Syllable. Syllable. Well, what is a syllable in the first place? Well, a syllable is a unit of pronunciation within a word. Okay, that's a lot to take in. Essentially, it's what words are made of. Words are made of a combination of consonants and vowels and consonants and vowels. And it's that kind of pattern. Consonant, vowel, consonant, vowel. Or the opposite. Well, a syllable is one of those units, is the consonant plus a vowel combination, or sometimes just a vowel on its own. We have one-syllable words, you know, words like for, car, make. We have two-syllable words like water, table, chocolate. And then we have three-syllable words, such as apartment or energy, energy. So you can hear there, the longer the word is, the more syllables it has. Well, I'm going to teach you a couple of things today about syllables and about how you stress them. Because they are extremely important. You see, something that I was thinking about is, okay, I've got to make some material to teach people vowel sounds. You know, I want to teach people properly how to pronounce a clear O, and I'd like to teach you how to pronounce a clear A, I, everything. But syllable stress is the key, and it's tough when you don't understand it. Because the fact is, syllables will follow a pattern in their strength of pronunciation. Quite often, syllables will go from being a stressed syllable, kind of strong, to an unstressed syllable, a weaker one. Listen closely to this. Water. 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 English. English. Notice, I'm not saying water. I'm not saying English. 
I'm not stretching out the whole word. I'm just breaking it up. Water. English. You want to do the same. And so I'm going to give you a couple of tips today on things that you can watch for in your own daily life for syllable stress. This is a bit of a tricky one, but like everything else, if you focus, if you watch for it, you know, if you try and notice the little tips that I give you while you listen to people speaking, you will get good at this yourself. It's it's all about knowing what to listen for. Now, before I go any further, I'd just like to remind you to uh, hit that button to subscribe, follow this podcast. When you do, well, then you get updated regularly with new information. And then you'll get updated regularly whenever I put out something new. So you want to subscribe to this. And if you are subscribed, then also, another thing that can help you is if you check out my Instagram page, en.outloud, on there, I post these kinds of tips regularly, so that you can just take a look, read them over, have little things pop up in your daily life, just to give you reminders about, uh, well, about having better, clearer English. Well, if you don't want to take the time to check out the Instagram page, I can't say I'm terribly offended because you're here right now and you're listening. You've listened this far. You've gotten a few suggestions already. Let's see what we can do with these suggestions and how they apply to you and your everyday life. So you see, working on syllable stress will boost your overall flow of speech. Once you understand this, you'll kind of be able to piece words together like a puzzle. English will start to have a little more of a flow to it. You know how Americans speak and we get this like, uh, 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 uh. that's because our syllables are going strong, weak, strong, weak. And also we link all of our words together and make a big mess. Strong, weak, strong, weak is the kind of sound you want to adjust to. You see, in almost all two-syllable words, English speakers naturally pronounce one syllable a little bit louder, a little bit higher in pitch, and a little bit longer than the other syllable. This is the stressed syllable. In an unstressed syllable, however, we give it what we call a schwa, something I'll make an episode about later, the schwa. The schwa is essentially an unstressed sound, like an unstressed vowel sound. For example, notice when I say, this is a good thing. This is a. I'm not saying this is a or this is a, but this is a good thing. This is a. That's a schwa. That's a, that's a schwa. We'll look at the schwa in the future. Don't worry about it too much for today. I'll tell, I'll bring it up every now and then. Listen for it. Just so you can, you know, understand how to keep your ear open for it. But, for today, syllable stress. I'll just give you some tips about this. Here's how you can predict syllable stress. 
You got to consider whether the word is a noun, an adjective, a verb, or a preposition. Nouns and adjectives are stressed on the first syllable of a two-syllable word. Now, we're talking about two-syllable words today. So, nouns and adjectives, these are stressed on the first syllable of a two-syllable word. Whereas verbs and prepositions are stressed on the second syllable of a two-syllable word. This is important information, and you'll understand why in a couple minutes. First, we're going to consider a handful of nouns, just to get a good feel for it. So, first off, people, people. Listen to that. P is stressed, full, unstressed, and quiet. Kitchen, kitchen. The other day I was talking about cleaning the kitchen. The kitchen. First syllable, strong on that I, ki. The second kind of almost drops the E, chin, kitchen. Here's another one here. City, city. So how about this? People in the kitchen. Try saying that phrase. Notice the words in the are both unstressed. People in the kitchen. We don't really make them strong. I don't say people in the kitchen. I don't make them each stressed. They're quiet. They go down. And it's because those words are just so short, so quick, we pronounce them real soft, unstressed. In the. People in the kitchen. Well, how about some adjectives? Perfect. That's Perfect. Perfect. Notice how my voice raises a little bit when I say that first per. Per. And then it kind of just goes flat and down. Second half. Perfect. Perfect. Happy. I'm happy about that. Happy. Better. It's better. This is better. So let's see a couple phrases with this. How about... A perfect plan. A perfect plan. How about, uh, I'm happy you're better. I'm happy you're better. So, nouns. Two-syllable nouns. Stressed on the first syllable. Unstressed, quieter, softer on the second syllable. Adjectives, same thing. Adjectives are stressed in the first syllable unstressed in the second. So that makes up a lot of words in the English language. Watch for these in your daily life because they're gonna pop up a lot. And when these words come up, you should really be considering them and uh, just making sure that you're not overly stressing syllables that should be quiet. Here's the reason why. When you overly stress syllables that should be quiet, you can confuse your listener. You may make a noun sound like a verb because a verb is stressed on the second syllable. For example, if I say the word record, I'll record this, record. Or if I say record, do you have a record of that? A record? That's the same spelling. But the difference is that the verb is stressed on the second syllable. 
The noun, however, is stressed on the first syllable. Record. Record. How about another one here? Explain. Explain this. Explain this to me. I'm not saying explain, but I'm using, I'm using that schwa, really. Ex. Explain. How about another? Become. It was about to become a problem. Become. Now, prepositions also fall into the same thing. Keep in mind, prepositions are words used to describe places, to describe like a location, such as between, between the buildings, or across, across the street, or maybe above. Whoa, that's above my pay. Above. And there's a good idiom right there, isn't it? Above my pay. Above my pay is to say, I don't get paid to do this. You know, I, I don't get paid to do that. I'm not participating. That's what that means. Above my pay. Keep an ear out for those words and they'll keep you busy. Just watch for them and see how your English flow improves all on its own. Now, I'm just going to give you a couple more examples of why this is important. Because uh, when you mix up your stress in your speech, well, you may confuse people, as we've seen, with the words. Now, there are words out there. We call them homographs. Homographs are words. Homo means same. Graphs means writings. Same writing. Homographs. And so these words that I'm about to tell you, they're going to receive the same spelling, but a totally different pronunciation, depending on whether it's a noun or a verb. This first one, a protest, to protest. The word completely changes just based on the stress. Let's see this other one here again, a record. To record. We're going to record a record. 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 Big difference. Here's one more good one here. The increase. To increase. If we want to see an increase in sales, we've got to increase productivity. Something silly like that. The point is, watch for your word stress. It's good if you know, you know, the spelling of the word and if you can deal with that appropriately, that's perfect. But you can make your word stress super clear and this will help your English flow a little easier. We got nouns, two syllable nouns stressed on the first syllable, two syllable adjectives describing words. On the first syllable, we see stress. Two-syllable verbs, action words. We see stress on the second syllable. And finally, two-syllable prepositions, also stressed on the second syllable. Well, this just about brings us to wrap things up for today, but I got one thing Something that I'd like to talk a little bit about regarding health. 
just regarding your own health because people are home officing these days and you can make some changes around your home office that will uh, benefit your health. A change that I've made personally is something called essential oils. Now, I don't know. I'm not into, I don't know too much about them, but I'll tell you what. I get up in the morning, early in the morning, I got classes and I start working, you know, at maybe 6 a.m. some days, 7 a.m. Because I got students all over the world, so so I'll have classes all through the day. I love it when I start my day smelling like, I don't know, orange, you know, or I start my day and my whole studio here smells like, uh, smells like a cedarwood forest or cinnamon, eh, whatever it is. I really enjoy it. It puts a little pep in my step as I'm going about my day and really picks me up. A little pep in my step means it kind of picks me up, makes me feel good. I'm not trying to peddle anything to you here. I'm not trying to sell anything. I just think that these are a great thing to, uh, to start taking a look at. A great thing to consider. If you're sitting in your house all day, you can... You know, really make it however you like. And uh, having some changes in the smells around your house might kind of help you get through the day. I don't know. Like there's, okay, incense is one thing, but incense is such a strong smell and uh, and it doesn't last very long. You know, that's the thing. It burns through and then you got to light up another and I don't know, I'm, I'm not big on, I like incense, but I think it's too overpowering. I like these though, the essential oils, because they don't have this like smoky kind of smell that makes me want to sneeze or anything like that. It's just got this nice like, I don't know, it's just subtle. It's a subtle smell. It's not overpowering by any means, but it's very pleasant. So... Something worth looking into. Not English related. It's just, I don't know, a health tip. Taking care of your uh, your mental health. Of course, your mental health is important. How you feel throughout the day. And good smells make you feel good, don't they? Well, this anyway just about brings us to wrapping things up for today. Thank you for your time. I am more than happy to have shared these tips with you. Um... I've got to get back to some classes. Got a little bit of work to do uh, this this day still. But I should have this edited and uh, uploaded within a couple of hours. So enjoy your drive or, you know, your breakfast, your exercise. Uh, maybe you've just turned this on and then you've walked away. And right now my voice is just playing somewhere in the world. And, uh, and it's just playing in a random room and nobody even knows. So maybe that's happening too. But at the very least, just enjoy your day. And you'll be hearing many more good things from me in the days to come. Have a good one.